Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Start of hour two here on the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will be there in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, lots of pre-owned inventory. Excellent service department and sales staff. And that's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. And every Monday show brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Or head to purdyinsurance.com. Home, auto, life, business. They have it for you, whatever you need. And it's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Or head to purdyinsurance.com, the true pros pros. And we've got a terrific week right here on the Steve Jones Show. We are celebrating 10 years of the Steve Jones Show. The official celebration, the official date is later this week. So we're going to be doing lots of fun reminiscing. And we got lots of mystery guests coming throughout the course of the week, including one in a little bit. So you want to stay tuned to who that is. So very excited for uh, for this week, and it's going to be a fun week. And then, of course, next week is Super Bowl week, too. Hopefully we'll get some lots of good names to join us as well. And recapping what was a another very exciting playoff weekend. Yeah, you're complaining again. <laughs> Just... Uh, the key is the, as I said earlier in the show, is the sequence, not just the end of the first half, too simple. Uh, if, if, this, if, if you're saying that, then, you know, you're not really going in depth in the game. Every coach aches to have the situation the Chiefs had, where you end the first half with the ball and a chance to score, and you get the ball to start the second half, what I always refer to on our broadcast as the two-for-none. The Chiefs had that. And not only did they get two for none, they got none. Right? At that point, now if you're the if you're the Bengals, if if the Chiefs had taken the ball in the second half, remember the the four drives Kansas City had in the first half were touchdown, 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 stopped at the two yard line. So what's to think that the Chiefs won't take the ball and go right down the field because that's all they did in the first half, and instead they got a three and out. Now you're Cincinnati and you're think, feeling like, okay, now a couple of things have turned our way. 
And that changed everything. And again, as I said a year ago, Pittsburgh's got a gigantic problem. You've called them the bungles forever, except now, for the first time ever, they've got the better quarterback. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big problem. And, you know, you see the play he made where Chris Jones had him, not once but twice, and he got out of there and made a play. You're like, ay, ay, ay. And Mahomes didn't play, let's face it, Mahomes did not play well at all in the second half. He didn't play well at all. And then there's Sean McVay. You got to give the Rams credit. They won the game in spite of their coach. Holy mackerel. What did you think of that yesterday? Uh, That was a coaching nightmare in one of the biggest games of the year. (laughs) What was he doing? I I couldn't figure out what he would, some of the play calls. That challenge stands out to me. The two challenges? You know, the weird, you know what's weird about that? Is that he'd only challenged two plays the whole year. Why are you chasing challenges? You got to treat the game like it's the game. Don't treat it like it's, oh, here it is. It's a big game. Well, yeah, of course it's a big game, but you can't treat it that way. I'm just tired of hearing everybody calling Sean McVay the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, seriously. It's the same thing with Shanahan. Yes, that too. No offense. I mean, let's be honest here. Do you know how many touchdowns? San Francisco scored offensively in the last 10 quarters? What, two? That's it? Yeah. No, just one, because the other one. touchdown in the one. Green Bay right. game was from the block one. 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 Yeah. I'm trying to think. They scored two touchdowns last night. One was a... One was a touchdown pass to Kittle. What was the other one? Oh, uh, Debo Samuel was the other one. It was a it was a running play, I think. Again, you question me. Yeah, right. fine. It's sorry fine. too. You're right, but they all came in the same. They all came in the same game. Is right. Yeah. So, so I'm saying the last ten quarters. Correct. Right. The Garoppolo decision is going to be interesting because I understand what everybody says about him. But, gee, isn't, isn't there a major – let me give you a stat that is all Jimmy Garoppolo here, okay, that tells you that tells you at least he's got some value. Since 2017, the 49ers are 35-16 and 16 when he starts. They are 8-31 and 31 when he doesn't. He's got to do something right. Now he doesn't cost them a lot. All right. If they if they were to trade him or release him, he only hits the 49ers for 1.4 million in dead money. Now he only has one year left in his contract at 26.9 million. But the dead money by trading or releasing him is 1.4. But they've got Trey Lance sitting there. 
And I'll be honest with you, obviously none of us are at practice. I have no idea. I've never seen Trey Lance play, have you? Maybe a handful of plays and that's it. I mean, maybe a highlight or two, but that is it. I mean, like, that's it. So I don't know anything about them. Either, either they are, there's a line from the movie with Gene Hackman and Will Smith, Enemy of the State. You're either very, very smart or you're very, very stupid. We're about to find out. Well, either they're smarter than everybody else by trading up to get them, or they made a big mistake trading up to get them. And none of us will know until he plays. Because I just don't know. But McVay, the two plays he challenged... I, it was obvious watching it live, like, oh man, they're short. He didn't make it. And the other one was, well, he was on the, you know, he was down, no fumble. How can you sit there on TV and watch it? And this guy's like, look at the scoreboard, this frantic look at his face. Like, what are you frantic for? Especially the one with Usechek. They're going to, they can let him make the decision as to whether to go for it. Right? Turned out he punted. Like, <laughs> and you blew a timeout. I mean, if Tart holds on to that interception, if Tart holds on to that interception, he's got no timeouts left. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Kind of like the suits ideas at the staff meeting. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. What? Now, I do have to say this about very quickly about Friday night, and we'll get back to football in a moment. It was a lot of fun watching 2022 beat 1986 on Friday night. Iowa still wrestles like it's 1986. Penn State wrestles like it's 2022. What is really interesting is that Iowa can win wrestling Iowa style. Obviously, look at how much they've won. Iowa can win wrestling Iowa style. Iowa can't win wrestling Penn State style. Penn State can win wrestling Penn State style. And Penn State proved on Friday night they can beat Iowa wrestling Iowa style. There's only three bonus points in that entire dual, dual meet. Three. That was it. Three bonus points the entire duel meet. Matt Matt knew that. He had that off the top of his head. No? Of course. You didn't know that, did you? (laughs) You didn't think I kept track of this stuff. Oh, I know you do. But but keep... keep, Figure that, I mean, Iowa can win wrestling Iowa style, right? Obviously, they're not good at it. They're great at it. They're great at wrestling their style and winning. But they can't win wrestling Penn State style. But Penn State can wrestle wrestling Penn State style, and they proved on Friday night they can win wrestling Iowa style. Ooh. Now, the other part is, of course, 
let's face it, this is the first of three here because they're you know all these same wrestlers are probably going to run into each other again at some point in the Big Ten championships, and they may all run into each other again in the national championship. Nature of the sport. Nature of the sport. So, it's the way it is. Basketball tonight, Jordan Center, Iowa, Penn State. I was kidding around with Micah Shrewsbury today when I did the pregame show, and I looked at him, and I said, I said, I just want to let you know, I said, this isn't just a practice floor. They actually let you play games here. He says, really? He says, yeah. He says, I don't even know what our white jerseys look like. He said, I know. It's been 20 days since they played at home because of the circumstances. 20 days. three, oh, Just about three weeks. And this will be the last game, obviously, in January. They will play eight games in 23 days in February. And to the players, it's like, oh, that's a lot of games in a short period of time. The players think they want to play games. It's to practice? Really? Practice? It's like it's like when we go to a staff meet. Staff meeting? Staff meeting. Oh. It's a, it's a staff. I feel like Alan Iverson. It's a staff meeting. I mean, you want to be on the air. It's a staff meeting. You want to be in the air. No God! No God! No God! He sits there. I've got some ideas. Like, and you know me, I raise my hand. I have an idea. What's that? Let's break the meeting up. (laughs) I thought that was a good idea. I'm not even at the staff meeting. What am I complaining about? <laughs> exactly. Notice, notice the peace and tranquility which, which, with which I live my life. <laughs> I always get, you won't believe what they talked about today. <laughs> I used to be in staff meetings when I was at Channel 3 here. I'd be sitting in staff meetings, and I would say nothing, zero. And would be over with, how come you didn't say anything? I said, I'm not here to prolong this. What you? I said, you start asking questions. I said, I said that means we got, and you have to have 82 people weigh in. This is what I think. This is what I think. I'm sitting there like, I don't really care what you think. I'm just going to do what I want. <laughs> I think I got this part down. I think we're good. <laughs> but you can use my help. I don't remember asking for it. <laughs> if I need it, I'll call you. I drive you nuts, don't I? <laughs> I don't want to necessarily say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what I... I, I I always tried not to say anything in the staff meeting because I didn't want to prolong the staff meeting. That would entail me listening to it. 
We'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. They'll do everything they can to save you money, update policies. They are the best in the business. It is Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. All right, great to have you back on the show today. Brought to you by good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com, auto, home, life, business, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be. It's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. All right, so I guess what we, you say you've lined up mystery guests this week? That is correct, and he is on the line with us right now. What up, Steve? It's Pat Farley, man. Oh, my goodness. Patrick, how are you? Good. How are you? Congrats on the 10th year anniversary. You were a little kid when I started this. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Up in in Massachusetts, playing ball. Oh, for sure, for sure. No doubt. I'm going to ask you, so what did you think of – you've gone through now one year of this. I've gone through 10 years of this. You've gone through one year of this. So, what did you think of the what did you think of the pro game and and playing the pro game and the level and the and the pace of it? Yeah, um, obviously it was definitely an adjustment to get used to at first. Um, but I think you know just kind of how Coach Franklin and Penn State kind of prepared us in practice and getting us ready in the in the weight room and stuff um, uh, kind of uh, made my uh, early stage in, in the in the pro game just uh, kind of more simple and more easy. Um, so, I mean, it was definitely an adjustment, but, you know, I'm definitely happy with my progress. And, of course, now at the end, you now know, of course, that Ben Roethlisberger is now done. What was it like to spend a year playing with Ben Roethlisberger? Oh, it was an honor just, you know, playing with Ben and uh, just kind of being a small part of his Hall of Fame career and just kind of being able to um, build a relationship with him. You know, obviously just watching one TV before, obviously admired his game and stuff and um, you know, it's just honestly really cool to, you know, play with him and, and, and be calling him a good friend now. You know, as each stage goes, you developed in high school. I got to watch firsthand as you did great work and developed in college. Where did you get better this year to play at this level? Um, I think I just got better with just, you know, my overall knowledge of the game um, each week. Just uh, 
understanding what defenses in the NFL are trying to do to for, to our offense and stuff like that. So um, probably just the knowledge of the game and just making sure that I knew everything um, detailed-wise to help me slow the game down um, as fast as I could. Patrick, I know that, you know, obviously at this level it is a business, no question. But where is the game still fun for you? Uh, just being able to, you know, go out there every single day and practice with the guys on the team. And, um, you know, it, it's pretty fun being able to call, you know, my job, uh, catching footballs, and I'm going to practice every week. Get to go and practice with sweatpants and sweatshirts on. So, um, you know, I'm definitely blessed to be able to do that. Uh, so the off season, uh, number one, are, you know, where are you right now? You didn't go back to Massachusetts yet, did you? Of course I did. I just experienced that nice little north- northeastern. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I knew you'd go home. I knew it. <laughs> y- your parents didn't make you shovel, did they? Uh, no, I wiped down the dri- I wiped down the driveway a couple of times, so I kind of just gave up and uh, went back inside. So, <laughs> uh, see now, now that's the guy I know. <laughs> smart, very, very smart, very shrewd. As a matter of fact, hey, thanks so much. Hey, hey, you know what? What a privilege it was to call your games. It'll always be considered a privilege to me. You know, every single time you're out there, I'm rooting for you as hard as can be. And please tell your mom and dad I said hi because uh, the Friar Moose are not, uh, just a great family and a great Penn State family. I appreciate it, Steve, and I appreciate you and everything you've done for me and my family, and I'll see you guys soon when I visit Penn State. Look forward to it, my friend. Thank you so much, Patrick. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Steve. I'll talk to you. Pat Fryermuth. Mystery guest number one, Pittsburgh Steelers. Awfully nice of him to call in. And by the way, Keith Mull, by the way, did you see the uh, Keith on Facebook? I have not yet, no. Really nice. He he ripped the suit, which was a riot. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. Okay. But he, he congratulated us on 10 years and is hoping for 10 more. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be. Bundles, they'll do everything they can to save you money. Update policies and make sure you're completely insured at all times. It is all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Another mystery guest? Is that what we have here, Matt? Yes, we'll have mystery guest number two momentarily. Momentarily. Okay. Well, this is, we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the show this week, so... Matt came up with this idea of mystery guests, and I said, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll roll with the punches and see how she goes here. So, you know, I'll roll with it. Uh, but, you know, I just mentioned uh, two big reasons 
Sunbury Motors has been sponsoring the studio since day one. First day, out of the gate. Purdy Insurance, every Monday, right out of the gate. Brewers Outlet, every Friday, right out of the gate. They've been with us all, all those three have been with us all 10 years. It's phenomenal. All of them survived the suit and stayed. What? A couple of years. Now look at, I mean, now look at Doug. Doug's got him every Saturday in the fall. Oh, my almighty! <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, let me know when, when he or she is ready. and then We're ready. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. You got you, It's a mystery guest. I'm not supposed to know what that's yes. going on. The mystery here. guest just called in. We're ready to go. Okay, well, let's find out who it is. Hello there. Hello. Hey. Hey. I hear you. Hey, is this Steve? Yes, it is. Oh, am I on the radio? Yes, you're on the radio. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, aside from Jack Ham, this is the uh, best football analyst uh, you've had the pleasure of working with over the years, uh, Steve. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised, Matt McGloin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you called it as a mystery guest after I bagged you on what New Year's Day. That was really great of me. <laughs> I asked. I was actually I was actually in the backyard sleigh riding with my son. I forgot to call in. My wife was yelling to me from the house that my phone was ringing, so I had to run inside. I I tracked well, snow all throughout our house now, so now you know. But uh, but no, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't miss the call in at all, man. You know, it's it's, it's always good to talk to you. It's good to hear from you. Congratulations. Okay. Now, um, just so everybody knows, I was supposed to be on his Sirius XM show on New Year's Day, and I, no, it was uh, the day before. It was, it was New Year, It was New Year's Eve. Uh, yes. And so, so I go down to just grab coffee downstairs in the players' area. I grab coffee. All right. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I think I'll leave my phone at the hotel and just go to practice and go. <laughs> I'm like, you idiot! I get back and then I've got, I got all these messages. <laughs> I, I looked at it and went, you dope. Well, I was telling Steve, I was telling everybody that day. I'm like, you know, I've got the opportunity to talk to the best voice in the Big Ten. Um, you know, on that and, day, I was super excited about it. And I'm, I, I was able to do that because we had Jim Brandstetter on. Because Brandstetter came on. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's doing the national semifinal. He found time for you. I'm doing the Outback Ball blew you off. <laughs> I felt two inches tall. I like, are you dope? Oh my goodness! How's everything going for you? I'm doing well. Everything is great. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we had, you know, we just had my wife and I. We just had uh, another baby boy. Um, you know, almost two weeks ago. So, uh, you know, life is great, man. You know, it, uh, it it really is. Just you know, enjoying being home, uh, enjoying spending time with you know my family. Um, you know, but uh, it's been great, man. How are you? It's good, it's good to catch up. Uh, uh, it's great to catch up with you because I had to laugh when the Raiders played the Bengals. And here's the reason why. It's Derek Carr's first ever start in a playoff game. I'm thinking, yes, yeah, because Matt McGloin started the other one. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I Obviously, I mean, yeah, my name got brought up a few times. 
<laughs> you know, when when the Raiders are making the playoffs, and obviously yep. that, you know, that 2016 season, you know, which was my last year um, with Oakland, where where Derek got hurt, um, and I became the starter, and I ended up getting hurt. You know, in the last game of the right. year, and then yep. I didn't even get I didn't even get that's the right, Connor Cook, the, yeah, Connor Cook started, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah, get the right. chance to start the playoff game, you know, which yeah. which obviously was, uh, you know, was very frustrating. Um, you know, at the time, I was doing everything I could to play. You know, I, I shouldn't have played. You know, I didn't play. I shouldn't have played. I was nowhere near healthy enough to play. But right. at the time, of course, I was trying to tell them that I was healthy enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, shocked uh, you hey, do that. <laughs> you know, hey, it just, it, it was, yeah, but, it wasn't meant you, to be, you know. Missed but up, you know what? a pretty good opportunity, though. Yeah, but you know what? Let me ask you this this question, Matt. Uh, I've had great admiration, as people know who listen to this show, for people who have had the ability to keep their careers alive. Right? I look at it like, for example, let's look at Tim Frazier in the NBA, Penn State's Tim Frazier. And, you know, you knew Timmy. Right? And he's, he played a few weeks ago with the Orlando Magic. Somehow he's kept his career going. What it, what does it take? Because you kept your career going. I don't care whether yeah. it's whether you're the second guy, third guy, getting a shot, whatever you know, trying XFL, whatever. What does it take to keep your career alive? You know, I think for playing the quarterback position, really. I mean, for me, it's about decision making. It's about timing. It's about accuracy. It's about consistency, and it's about trust. And nowhere there do I talk about size. Right. right, how big you are, how good your arm is, everything like that. Do you need some type of talent, some type of ability to play? Of course you do, but that's not it. Year after year, Steve, how many guys we see have all the talent in the world, but they just can't do it. They just It's so much about playing at that level as being the same person every single day. Right. I mean, there's something right. about having a guy on your team and you know what to expect out of him day in and day out. And, and for me, that's what it was. That's what kept my career alive was to be able to – prepare day in and day out for a coach to ask me a question and for me to have an immediate answer for me to walk up to the line of scrimmage know the play and know exactly what I was doing and know exactly what the 10 other guys were doing as well um you know that's that that's what kept me going um you know I think work ethic you know whether it's on the field and in in the uh in the weight room or in the film room um you know, it's a combination of things, right? I think it's being a good person, um, mm-hmm. you know, treating everybody, whether you're a player or a coach, um, a member in the communications department, um, a member of the training room, a member of the equipment staff. It doesn't matter. You, you treat everybody with the same amount of respect because you understand that it takes everyone in that facility to win football games, not just the people playing, um, you know. So, I mean, I mean, it's a lot of things, um, you know, I mean, you know, and I look. It's funny because I do look back on my career, and you know, uh, I've, I've gotten you know cut. I was on the good side of things for a while, and I've also been on the bad side, right? I got cut by a few yeah. teams. I got cut by the mm-hmm. Eagles. They went on to win the Super Bowl that year, <laughs> and then I got yeah. cut. I got yeah. cut by the Chiefs. They went to the, the AFC Championship game that year. They won the Super Bowl the following year. I mean, look at the run that they've been on. So, I mean, I've yeah. been around a lot of great players, a lot of great coaches. Um, you know, and I know how close, you know, I was to, you know, being a part of those teams and, and being on those teams, man. So, like, for me, and you know me, I have no regrets. You know, again, I was a preferred walk on a Penn State, Steve. I wasn't even supposed to play Division One football. Uh-huh. So, I'd like to think I made the most of every opportunity that I was given. 
Um, and I like to think I, you know, not that I care, but I like to think I proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, you did. Believe me, you proved a lot of people wrong. You also proved a few of us right. How about that? Thank right. you. Yeah, I know. And and you, my good friend, man, you've always had my back since day one. Uh, you know, and I've always appreciated that. You know, which is why, again, why we've always gotten along. Why we've always kept in touch. You know, over the years, man, you, you've become a great friend. Oh, same, same here, same here. Um, and what do you think that the discipline it takes to play football, the discipline it takes to to make to carve out a career, how does that translate to being a husband, a father, and a and a, and a coworker? Well, I think for a lot of the reasons that I was just talking about, it's being that same guy every single day. Um, waking up in the morning, understanding you got a job to do, you got a, you know, you have a responsibility. Um, it's work, <laughs> you know. Whether yeah. you're, whether you're playing football or not, you know, you, you enjoy it. You try to get better every single day. You find different ways to improve. Um, you know, how can I do this better? How can I do that better? Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, again, I talk a lot about preparation. You know, yeah. when it comes to playing the position and lasting. At, at, at playing the position, whether it's college or, or in the NFL, um, because again, like for me, man, you know that's that's what it was all about, right? Being the guy that you can count on every day, being the guy that you know um, was uh, was going to be ready, um, you know. And, and for me, like I, I you know, I and I was a big self promoter, <laughs> you know. And I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a problem saying that, Steve, because nobody. No, I'm, I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back or anything like that. Yeah, but, but who was, else was doing it for you? Nobody was promoting me. Nobody right, exactly who else was doing it for you? Right, exactly. Nobody was doing it for me. So if I made a good throw, you were going to hear about it, you know? And, and yep. you know, if I was, you know, uh, going up in weight when I was squatting or benching in the weight room, you were going to hear about it. Um, so that means for me, I had, to, I had to earn respect of the players and the coaches around me. Um, you know, and and, that, and that's how I did it. You know, and you know the support I had at Penn State from from some of those players was incredible, and it was kind of a similar journey um, in Oakland. And you know, for me, even looking back now, and I talk about it a lot on the radio, it's like it's everybody talks about the draft, things like that, first round, third round, seventh round, undrafted. It, it doesn't matter. All you need to do is get your foot in the door. All you need to do is yeah. not is have an opportunity. Right, and then it's what you do with that. Are you prepared for that moment? Is everything you've done leading up to that point, have you prepared yourself well enough? Have you believed in it? Because there, there was a million times where I just, you know, was thinking to myself, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, just, <laughs> you know, just, just quit. Like, that's it. But, you know, there's just there's there's a competitor inside you that you continues to march forward. You believe that you're right, um, and it's, you know, and, and when you have some success. You know, it's kind of a bit reassuring, you know, and, uh, you know, you know that all that work and everything you've gone through was worth it. I'll give everybody a good one. Jack Ham was honored by the Pro Football Hall of Fame at a game, and it was a part of a – they'd done it first with Dan Deardorff, and then Jack was next. So that meant Jack had to go down to the field. I don't know. What was it, Matt, like six, seven minutes ago in the half? Something yeah, like that. A few years ago, yeah. Right, right. So Matt is the sideline analyst. So, of course, now I'm up there by myself. So here's Matt, right, on the fly. This is how good he is. On the fly, 
and we start analyzing the game as if we're in the booth together, right? And <laughs> and there, and there are a few plays where he couldn't quite see, still analyzed it. it was, I mean, you were phenomenal. That's why I know you're going to be so good at this. And I was and I was fired up actually after because I had no idea it was going to happen. Oh, I just Nobody... don't look. Oh, oh, believe me, you know who came up with the plan on the fly. I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought, let's I, get Matt involved. I got this. I got this resource. Let's use them. All of a sudden, they're like, "All right, Matt, we're going to come down to the side. We're going to be doing play by play." I'm thinking to myself, "I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting because I'm standing there, like down at the 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 opposite end by the pylon. Uh, you know how I like to stand away from everything. Like, right? Yeah, it helps me think better. It's a lot more quiet when I'm standing there by myself. I can see the field a heck of a lot better. Um, but man, yeah, that's hard. You know, standing on the field calling you a game. You're great. And, I, pre- I, I appreciate that, you know, and, and it was great. I had a few, you know, called a few games from the booth this year for Big Ten Network, which was uh, which was a great experience. It was fantastic. Worked with some great people. Yeah. Um, you know, de- I mean, miss, you know, uh, definitely miss playing the game. Definitely miss being a part of the game. You know, but being in that booth and and yeah. seeing what's going on, it's uh, being back in that atmosphere. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like it. Nothing like the college football atmosphere. And no, anybody gets you is lucky to have you. Take my word as somebody who does this that. for a living. One final question. It's a very important one. How good are Paul and Kathy as grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> they're, you know, they're they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, yes. You know, and again, I've been very fortunate and very blessed, you know, to have a tremendous family, have great parents who've supported me and been at every sporting event throughout my entire life. Um, you know, and now, again, yeah, now that, you know, my wife and I, we have two boys. Um, you know, my brothers, um, you know, they have a couple of kids. So yep. in the past few in the past few years, my parents, you know, have got a bunch of grandchildren now. <laughs> so uh, they are they are thrilled. Uh, you know, they're so happy. We You know, we're all back home here in Northeast PA. They have an opportunity to see us every single day and talk to us every single day. Um, you know, so and you know me, how important family is. Um, yep. So uh, I mean, it's been great. You know, it's it's been it's been relaxing again, um, but it's it's been good. It's always good yeah. to be home. Yeah, absolutely. No, you, you, I love your family. You know that your parents are awesome. Thank you, and, and your family to me too. So, P- Matt, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Go back out, get on the sled, take one more run. Okay. Absolutely, man. All right, I'm, <laughs> yep, I'm heading out there right now, man. But congratulations. It's great talking. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Matt McGloin. All right. How about that? There you go. (laughs) Again, it's it's been really a suit-free hour. Uh, We'll come back. I mean, most of them are just like that I survived the first couple of years. I wonder why they say that. Why why do they say that? trying to think. He's like a proud father in the back. Well, I got the whole thing going. I got the ratings out of the gate. <laughs> we'll come back, wrap it up in a moment. I got a game tonight <laughs> as we continue here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. In an ever changing world, one thing you can always count on is the service at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season. While the world is constantly changing, Purdy Insurance is dedicated to providing you with the highest level of service to protect you, your family, and your business. Give us a call today at 570-286-5855. Go to our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.
when I came back for lunch, there was a group of people here with all these wonderful gifts and all these wonderful greetings, and I think that's when it really it hit me. I said, wow, this is, it looks like it's for real. They they gave me a, a, like a rocking chair like you do after so many years. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I really... I'm rarely speechless, but I was really pretty uh, choked up at that moment. I was like, and I was like, well, I think it's really going to happen. So uh, that, 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 that sealed the deal for me. That, right at 12 o'clock, I go, wow. <laughs> oh, boy. By the way, the suit, I get the same question. How did you survive the first four years? I texted back, well, it was a piece of cake for you. <laughs> Maybe on Friday we'll have to create some throwback jerseys when we're doing our throwback day. I said, I love it. You can count on an Olympic, you can count on Olympic music on Friday, buddy. I forgot the Olympics were starting this week. Yep, Thursday night, I know. Well, no, I, I mean, you're like, oh, how could you? No, 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 you, you, guys, guys. I got eight games in 23 days starting on Saturday, so I'm kind of in a, you know, it's fun. Take my word, it's fun, game to game to game. So I love it, but it also brings with it, you know, a schedule, travel, work, things like that that I've got to do, and I'm not hitting my, that's you hitting the computer, not me. Uh uh, but that's what it brings with it, you know, that, you know, game, try, because I got, you know, let's see, it's at Wisconsin, that's home, then I'm at Minnesota, then home, home, then at Maryland, then home, home. So, I mean, I'm, you know, so I've got some driving to do and things like that I've got to take care of. I'm not probably not going to see a lot of the Olympics. And on the coaches show a couple weeks ago, Allison Kumi was on the show. Uh, who's a associate head coach for women's hockey here. She has gone to Beijing. She is scouting for the U.S. Olympic team. Uh, he says his DVR is ready to go. It's programmed through next Wednesday. Can't wait to see all the great stuff they have on Paramount after the commercials I saw this weekend on CBS. He's not even going to watch the Olympics. Just kidding. <laughs> F-O-U-L-E-D, that spells... You know, maybe we could have, like, a big Olympic party over at the Suits house. You can show up. Doug can be there. Um, <laughs> you know, like, let's pick a day where, like, you know, how about the 5th or the 12th of February? You know what? I would be down for that. Oh, I would be, too, because I'm in Wisconsin the 5th. I'm in Minnesota the 12th. So, I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> the chief will be there, he says. You know, I gotta give the I gotta give credit. If they have one of those loyalty cards, the Chiefs would be all punched out. There wouldn't be any room left. The Chief is I mean, that is a loyal, loyal individual. It's like having water drip on the poor guy's forehead slowly, but he's loyal. <laughs> we love the Chief. Everybody loves the Chief. Of course. Because we all know how much he goes through. (laughs) Group hug.